Somewhere between the worlds of technology and digital design resides the Cash All Podcast. Here to share thoughts, news, and ideas about coding, graphic design, digital tools, and more is your host, Brandon Peterson. Is it me or are soundtracks becoming increasingly popular? This week, let's take a moment to talk about the motion picture soundtrack. The individual songs of the soundtrack can include custom-made songs that are specific to a movie. I'm thinking the Ghostbusters theme song here. They can include a cinematic masterpiece composed for a film, like the Star Wars theme, pretty pretty famous, pretty well-known. They can even include songs that weren't made specifically for the movie, but they fit the overall theme. An example of this might be like the cops theme from Bad Boys movies. The soundtrack is then a careful composition of all these songs that come together to help with the storytelling of a movie. The script plays an important part. The visuals and graphic designs add to the story, of course. But music is key. The soundtrack, just like all the other elements, it has to be consistent with the overall story. It has to help deliver the same emotion and the same feel throughout the entire movie. When I was younger, it wasn't all that cool to buy a movie soundtrack. There were some exceptions. Like Eddie and the Cruisers, it's a movie about a band, so it's obviously going to have a great collection of songs on it. On the Dark Side by John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band from the Eddie and the Cruisers soundtrack. One of my all-time favorite songs. Getting an album by a featured artist or your your favorite artist was the more popular thing to do. It's kind of weird because you usually only listen to a few songs after a while anyway. Most soundtracks of those days, they had like the key popular songs from the movie. Maybe there was some kind of a shortened or watered down version of the cinematic score on it. If we really wanted a custom set of songs back in the day, we'd make a mixtape. We might burn a DVD. It might possibly be the invention of Napster, Winamp, and maybe even iTunes that changed the way we thought about music collecting. The a la carte method instead of just buying one album to listen to a few songs and then switching to the next album and doing the same thing. Lately, I see more enthusiasm from the public when it comes to motion picture soundtracks, but I think it has a lot to do with the way that films are marketing their soundtracks nowadays. Let's look back to last summer. Top Gun Maverick, one of the more popular movies that had come out in a really long time. Lady Gaga released Hold My Hand. It even had a music video, and it was leading up to the announcement of Top Gun Maverick's soundtrack. One Republic also released an original song for the movie called I Ain't Worried, and it also had an announcement that let fans preview it ahead of the movie's soundtrack release. This summer, we have the Barbie movie coming out. The advertisement for the soundtrack had a very pink-heavy graphic, and it included Margot Robbie reading a Barbie News Extra newspaper. And the title at the top said, Barbie, the album, announces lineup. Beneath it, it showed a list of all the music artists that are featured in the soundtrack. What? Even Ryan Gosling's listed? Are we going to hear him sing? At the bottom of the paper, it says, Available everywhere July 21st. And at the very bottom says, BarbieTheAlbum.com for a nice little call to action. One last example 
and this might be the best fit for movies and soundtrack releases, would be for Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, they release each of their movies as if it were a volume. So, like, we had Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. This summer we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. A big part of these stories is Peter Quill's mom giving him the mixtapes before she dies. And they're Awesome Mix Volume 1, Awesome Mix Volume 2, Awesome Mix Volume 3. They're named similarly to the movies. Star-Lord makes many references to pop culture and music artists throughout the movie. So the songs, especially in this case, play a really important role to the storytelling of those movies. James Gunn announced the Awesome Mix Volume 3 soundtrack on Twitter. And we see the Guardians of the Galaxy team appearing as if they're posing on a band poster or a promo or a flyer. And around them, all the tracks are written out as if they were handwritten in a kind of a punk or grunge style. I think movies taking a more active approach to their music marketing, showing it in a variety of ways for soundtrack releases, like whether it be Spotify and iTunes, shoot, even CD, vinyl, or cassette tapes in some cases, it all makes music artist fans more aware of the album, and it also kind of helps out the artists and composers with some extra exposure for their work. If you're a fan for the orchestra and for the score, it's now common practice to see a full score soundtrack for your favorite movie, allowing you to really take in all the sounds that make your favorite movie something special it also works out for the producer of the movies and all involved because it helps continue to build hype for their production and it does it in a way that doesn't involve putting together all the extra trailers or teasers it's like using rock stars as mega influencers to get us into the movie theaters not only to watch our favorite movies but to support our favorite singers what about you do you have a favorite movie soundtrack? What soundtrack announcements have caught your attention for this full summer slate of blockbuster movies? Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe if you want notified the moment of new episode releases. You can interact with me online on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok using my handle, Code Peterson, or by visiting CodePeterson.com.